right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Princess Nerd Podcast, a place where overanalyzing TV and movies is welcome and encouraged. Uh, my name is Daria, and this is my first recording of a podcast ever. So don't judge me too harshly, or you can, of course, judge me too harshly. <laughs> it's your I mean, it's your deal, but I've wanted to make a podcast for a very, very long time, and very soon uh, I'm going to be also recording and launching a podcast with my friends, uh, which is called The Olive Theory. It's The Olive Theory Podcast on Instagram, so check it out. We're going to be recording, hopefully, this week. I've decided to make sort of a test recording and um, of my podcast um, because I do uh, want a little place of my own uh, in a podcast sphere uh, where I can just post whatever I want about TV series. Pre- predominantly, it's going to be about TV series and movies. Sometimes music, pop culture, all of that good, good stuff. Because I am, I'm not an expert in it, obviously. <laughs> But I do love these things to death. Uh, especially television. Television is my niche, I would say. But I do love all the other stuff. All the other entertainment things as well. Uh, so yes, and uh, today uh, I'm not going to be talking about myself too much. I hope that we're going to get to know each other progressively over the course of my podcasting career. Today I wanted to focus on um, Ted Lasso. I wanted to focus on Ted Lasso and specifically on Ted Lasso episode 10, uh, which... It's called, let me just see, I wrote it down, I hated it, International Break. This is a TV series that is currently airing um, on Apple TV+. Plus. It's kind of the last season, it's not very clear if that's the last season of said last. So, I mean, the creators are very, very careful about not calling it the last season but they are calling it the the ending of ted lasso's story but it's not specifically an ending of the series itself so that's very interesting and um, i'm sort of taking it as a final season i don't know what's going to be next but I'm taking this season as the last season of Ted Lasso. And this season has been quite uneven for me. The other day, me and my friend, we went out for drinks because I had a birthday. I had a birthday last uh, Friday. I turned 24, which is quite a lot. Um, it's not quite a lot. It's quite young still, but I just feel like... You know, but but that by that age, I should have done a lot more than I have done. Although 
I am pretty pleased with my career. Um, just a little bit about myself again. I'm a freelance writer, content writer. I'm from Russia and I moved to America about a year ago. Uh, so that has been a challenging thing to do. Uh, moving to another place is never easy and even if at first you think it's okay and you can adjust and everything is new and everything is exciting over the time uh, things become a little bit harder and a little bit harder and a little bit harder things that you don't realize are hard become hard that's why i can relate to ted a lot because he moved from america to england right and this adjustment period for him has been like a roller coaster and that is how it is for me in america as well so yes so we were just chatting about new tv series the tv series that are airing right now like succession barry ted lasso marvelous mrs Maisel. i'm not gonna discuss all of them now but i am enjoying succession quite a lot i mean the last episode that aired on Sunday, America Decides, was incredible. Uh, it's like a very, an hour long panic attack, like everybody calls it on Instagram. And that is true. And it was quite eventful. Barry is great as well. Marvelous Miss Maisel is a hard thing to judge this TV series for me because I love Amy's writing. Uh, so I love the writing on this TV series, like I love, I soak up the dialogue, like every second of the dialogue, I soak it up, I just can't uh, resist, I, uh, it's like a honey, like, it's like music to my ears, you know, um, so all of the things that are happening with the plot and <laughs> the character development and those flashbacks <laughs> are not quite as important to me in that specific case uh, just because I love the dialogue and I love how characters talk to each other and I love and it's mm, it's just funny to me you know it's just funny to me I can't do anything about it so I can't really judge it very objectively <laughs> because I just love um, the words I just love the words but we were talking about Ted Lasso and uh, my friend told me that she's not quite pleased with Ted Lasso. She doesn't love what is happening and uh, she just doesn't understand. And I related to her a lot because we're coming up to the end of series. So let's just say that the third season is the final season. And we are coming up to the end of the series because there are only two episodes left in the third season, which is quite unbelievable, but it's true. Uh, and I've had quite a share, like quite a lot of problems with the lasso this year. First of all, the fact that the episodes doubled in size didn't do it for me. Uh, I don't find that it's very... I don't think that it was a right decision. 
to make those episodes quite that long because it just doesn't pay off in the end and then if if it did pay off i would say right the more the merrier but in this case in the case of ted lasso season three i don't think it paid off quite well because it kind of spread itself too thin and it took away the focus from the football I mean, obviously, each episode is centered around football, one way or another. But we kind of moved away from the game and started focusing on all of the characters all at once. You know, it's like Ted Lasso season 3 is everything, everywhere, all at once. That's how I would call it. And it's not to say that it's not enjoyable. And it's sad to say that it's not delightful. But I would say it's it's less funny to me. And <laughs> I don't laugh out loud quite as much as I used to in the previous two seasons. Uh, what is happening now is just with Ted Lasso's jokes, I'm just I'm just chuckling. You know, I just chuckle sometimes like oh that's a smart line and that's a smart line and that's a smart line. But everything is just quite you know like surface level and not that deep. The other day I was just walking and I was thinking about Ted Lasso and I was thinking that this season three is kind of like you're walking you're just walking for example you're just walking past a beautiful store but you just look through the window you look through the window and you see beautiful dresses and beautiful jewelry or beautiful cars or anything but you just look through the window and you don't go into the store so everything is beautiful and everything is great and and it's exciting and enticing and luring but they don't show they don't let you into the store and i feel like this is a metaphor for for ted lasso right now i feel like the writers somehow don't let me in to the core of the story or they don't let me into the emotions of the characters and i don't know i don't know why and i don't know why and i can't quite relate to them or i can't quite understand them Mm, i understand their emotions of course and i understand you know just on human level i understand their problems and i understand their struggles but um I don't feel quite connected to them and I feel more disconnected to Ted than ever before and this episode for example the episode in the international break didn't feature Ted almost at all which is quite sad because we're coming up to the end of the series and this is supposedly the end of Ted's story, right? The somehow it should be finalized in the last two episodes. What what is going on with him? And I'm quite sad we are not focusing on him as much. I'm quite sad that we pulled away from some of the characters. Um, so yeah. Uh, and just it feels more like a melodrama and drama 
TV series right now than rather than a comedy series, uh, which is also quite sad because I feel like the show was strongest, the strongest when it was a comedy that had depth. Um, and right now with this other format that they came up with, with this spread out writing uh, that is happening, I feel like it's a drama that has some light humor in it, you know, um, but still, still, I do love it, I still feel like it's smart and funny, and uh, it's important, I just, I just wish it wasn't the last season, you know, I, I just wish there was more, and I'm not opposed to, I'm not opposed to different seasons in TV series, uh, having their own things. Mm, this third season of Ted Lasso uh, is an exploration of yourself for each character, right? So it's a very deep exploration of yourself. It's an exploration of depression and of dissatisfaction with life. That's how I would say. It's, a, it's an exploration of discontent with what is happening in your life um, so the format uh, can be justified right so if it's an exploration of such a deep topic then an episode can be longer but I feel like the core of the TV series um, shouldn't go away and I feel like it did I feel like it did but let's get into talking about the episode itself so the international break, uh, the international break is uh, related to the international football place, sort of like a World Cup football game, uh, which is very exciting because I do love the World Cup. I haven't watched the latest World Cup that seriously, but I remember that I got into football briefly because of the 2014 world cup because argentina was playing with germany i believe and germany won uh but argentina won this year which i'm so excited about which i'm so happy about because actually the 2014 world cup i really got into messi i got into barcelona i was watching uh, a lot of football tournaments and I was watching El Clasico all the time which is for those of you who don't know El Clasico is this football match between Barcelona and um, Real Madrid which was used to be quite an eventful thing because because of the fact that Messi used to play in Barcelona and Ronaldo used to play in Real Madrid and at one point in time they were the strongest, fastest, best football players in the world. So naturally, that was a very exciting thing for all the football fans. Overall, what I can say is that I really, really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed this episode because we um, got some progression uh, with some of the characters and the one thing that I can't wait to talk to you about and maybe I will start with that thing because this is huge um, Keely and Roy are 
are back together. My babies are back together. Um, I'm over the moon. I'm over the moon. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that it happens. But I do feel like it was a little bit rushed and it could have been done a little bit better. Um, the whole Jack storyline for me didn't do didn't do it uh i didn't really enjoy it uh, and i felt like because of this jack storyline keely was also underused this season but anyways uh i feel like what was done in this episode though was great and uh this moment when roy was first of all this first scene when he started writing a letter to keely um, that was a very funny moment to me because um, when I was preparing for the recording of this episode, I was uh, writing down some notes. Uh, when I saw the shot of him writing the letter, I kind of was going back to Like, I went back to it a couple of times and I was like trying to read what he wrote down. I was like, what is it? Like, really? Really? Oh, then I realized, okay, it's Keely. And I wanted to write down, I really, I was determined to write down that he has a horrible handwriting. But at the time, I, because English is not my native language, I forgot the word handwriting uh, in English. And so I, I just didn't write it down. Then <laughs> this moment when he went up to her house and tried to like slip the note under her door and it didn't quite work and Keely caught him and she started reading the letter I thought it was very very good moment uh, because you know she started reading and it was sort of portrayed as if she's so impressed and she's so enamored by what he wrote down but actually she just couldn't read his handwriting and I laughed out loud uh, at this moment because it's just sort of what happened to me I was just thinking about the fact that he has such a horrible handwriting and this is basically what she what she said and obviously the letter was beautiful and xoxo roy can't um yeah it was a great moment and a great reveal and i just loved how then rebecca went went up to her house went up to keely's house and it was obviously it was very obvious that keely and roy got back together by that time and it was obvious that he was at her house uh, but i just love how you know they didn't hide it they didn't try to hide it roy didn't try try to hide at her house or just sit in a room he just was very comfortable with his decision she was very comfortable with her decision and they're very comfortable with each other obviously and they just got back and everything got better let's go back to the episode itself while we're on the subject of keely of course um it was a devastating episode um for her because she sort of lost, I mean, she lost her job and she lost her company and she lost her position, uh, which sucks, of course. And I 
can't quite relate to that because um, I'm looking for a job right now. I'm looking for a permanent full-time job right now. And it is so hard <laughs> because I'm in a different country. And obviously when I moved here, everything everything was exciting because it's like you're starting a new life. But at the same time, all the other things that you've done before in your country are sort of diminished. Um so I used to be an editor at, a, at an entertainment news website. For two years, I worked as an editor in Russia. Um, but when I moved here, of course, it's it's not like it didn't count or it's not like it doesn't count right now. But obviously, it's not the, quite the same because the market here is different and the way the news are delivered is different and <laughs> the way the websites work is a little bit different and obviously I wrote I used to write in Russian and when I moved here I needed to write in English losing a job can be quite stressful and is quite stressful and is devastating because you sort of lose a part of yourself and we are so inclined we're so prone to define ourselves by our jobs when we introduce ourselves, we say, I'm a dancer, I'm a writer, I'm an actor, I'm an astronaut, right? This is one of the first things that we mention about ourselves. And obviously when you lose a job, it's devastating because you don't know who, you suddenly just don't know who you are. You don't know, you lose your worth or even though in reality nothing has changed about you to be honest like everything that you've done and everything that you are is still in you it's it's still within you but you lose this social status and quite naturally you feel like you don't know who you are but we are so many things we're so much more than our jobs and this is such an important thing to remember that we're so much more than our jobs and we can be anything and we can become anything and we can become whoever we want uh, and we have so many social roles that like we play so many social roles every single day but our jobs inevitably do take up a large portion of our lives so i could i could relate to keely in this episode a lot and um, it was really sad to watch her to just watch her be so sad because she worked so hard to get there because she worked so hard to become her own boss an independent woman and she was so good and successful at it and she's so unconventional in how she runs her company which took a little bit of time to adjust for her co-workers and especially rebecca uh who no, not Rebecca, Barbara. Uh, sorry, Barbara was a great addition to the third season. One of the best additions to the third season is Barbara because she is a fully fledged supporting character. Like, she's so amazing. She's so funny. She deserves to, I feel like she deserves to be nominated for an Emmy because she's just so good she's just so funny and she is unconventional she has her own little quirks but these are the quirks that you fall in love with 
actually even her kind of distant manner and her sort of over serious attitude uh, over the time you become adjusted to it and you just you crave for Barbara to be Barbara I don't know how to explain that and this episode for them for Barbara and Keely was very very sweet and cute and um, with the globe thing um, it was such a nice little moment between them just uh, a moment that proved to us that they do like each other Keely likes Barbara obviously because Keely um, is such a kind person that Keely just such uh, an empathetic person I would say I feel like she understands how people work and she she's able to understand almost every single person that she hits uh, and that's such a rare thing and that's such a wonderful thing and Barbara is sort of the opposite of that because Keely is such an opposite um, she opens up uh, a softer side in Barbara um, quite slowly but surely so yeah Keely's journey this season even though for me I feel like she was underused and a little bit sidetracked I do feel like this episode uh, brought her a little bit of justice and opened up opened her up a little bit for us and um, even though uh, this episode was great for Keely I do believe that I I do believe I do believe that I think uh, that everything happened very fast in this episode from her losing the company to her getting back to her own company it just took 50 minutes uh, and I feel like things just turned out quite easy for her in this episode but it does happen so there is a place for that as well so I don't know I don't know what I'm thinking anyways uh, I do love Keely and I feel like she's such an amazing character and I, I am a little bit sad that she was underused this season but I am quite pleased that the international break episode brought her a little bit of justice and Barbara rules and she's funny and she's cool and she's uh, sarcastic and dark humored and amazing and um, I need her to run for an Emmy yes some of the other things that I wanted to discuss is uh, okay let's see well Jamie and Roy of course oh Jamie and Roy Jamie and Roy this season have been awesome their relationship development is something like one of the highlights of this season because we do know that they've had such a difficult long and arduous journey they've been rivals and they made fun of each other but they've related to each other on some levels throughout the last two seasons but in season three they decided to team up and they decided to cut the bullshit uh of course <laughs> the cutting of the bullshit came from jamie's uh side more than from roy's but Roy has opened up to Jamie quite a lot as well uh, and obviously the international Uncle Day 
which I don't know actually if that thing exists or I don't know what's the date of that thing of the date of that day but it's quite a cool day and boy is a cool cool uncle so that was quite a funny storyline that was such a sweet storyline his niece is an amazing amazing girl she's so funny she's so lively and um smart and then yeah obviously when jamie <laughs> when jamie came to this uncle day that was quite a sign that they're best friends now since they started training um hard and since roy started coaching jamie individually they've just bonded they've bonded they found the common ground and they both they both loosened up and with roy of course uh, this big theme of this season uh, and this big theme of this last episode was the fact that he was stuck for such a long time he was stuck within himself he was stuck within his own problems and within his own mind he was sort of caged within himself uh, and that's how he describes how he was feeling to Keely, and that uh, that is his reasoning for breaking up with her because he was just so so stuck in himself and i feel like this journey of him opening up to he to keely of him starting coaching for richmond of him this journey of him joining the diamond dog all those things and all of those factors in his life have been opening up have been slowly opening him up slowly but surely in this episode it all sort of came interferation like all of those factors and all of those things have been slowly getting him out of his own <laughs> very very thick shell and that's what ultimately led him to getting back to killing and i feel like a very good thing or a very good theme to tie a couple of storylines within this episode is um Sort of the idea of discovering your inner child and going back to your inner child or remembering and <laughs> yourself as a child so this is a, a running thing throughout this episode this is what happens with rebecca when she looks in the mirror and she sees this little girl and there is this great moment of her doing the line breath and sort of you know just letting go of this fear on letting go of this tension that she has in her chest because of the fact that she is supposed to meet with this i don't remember what it's called like this big league of elite club owners football club owners that are gathered by edwin which is a very important thing for her it's a very important thing within the i don't know football club owners sphere <laughs> and um it's quite prestigious and even though she only got an invitation from Rupert, her ex-husband who's not the best guy and not the best person in the world but by the way, how good is how good is Rupert? How good? Uh, oh my God, I'm totally 
like you know his uh, full name he is yeah anthony head oh my god anthony head how could i forget obviously i do know anthony head from buffy the vampire slayer giles rupert is one of the best characters in the world and he was so amazing as giles on buffy so such a funny 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 character such a wise character and here he is just the complete opposite of giles rupert but this rupert is such a jerk but such a attractive jerk such an attractive jerk going back to the child and getting back to the inner child in yourself this episode sort of touched upon this very important theme because i feel like going back to your child self it's not only about remembering who you are or it's not only about remembering your innocent self uh, but it's also well it is uh, in a lot of ways it is about remembering your innocent self and yourself as a more free version of yourself because when you're a child you don't think about money and you don't think about you know your status uh, your social status you don't think about other people's thoughts you just follow your heart and you follow yourself and just as Rebecca's story about Rupert and how he was this wide-open child that loved football more than anything and was determined to do anything to be close to Richmond Football Club. That is a very important thing. That is a very important thing to remember. And that is what this story is what ultimately led Rebecca to remember that she wants she doesn't want to be Rupert's rival or she doesn't want to just do it or own a club just to stick it to Rupert and she shouldn't even really care about Rupert but she does care about the club and she does care about the people who are associated with the club and going back to this little girl I think reminded Rebecca of why she's doing it of why she wants the club to succeed it's not because of the money and it's not because of the status and it's not because of Rupert but because she cares about the club and she cares about the game this episode reminded her that she shouldn't care about those things and she should focus more on the, hap the happiness of the club the happiness of herself and just she should focus on the game and on the players and that's it another character that went back to his inner child is of course Nate and that was a very important episode for Nate what I want to say about Nate Nate's storyline and Ted's storyline is that I, I wasn't quite pleased uh, with how it was executed uh, to be honest in the third season and I'm, I'm still not quite pleased with how it, it was it is executed just because season two ended in, on such a note that oh my god it's gonna be uh, a battle between Nate and Ted not even a battle but the confrontation between Nate and Ted and what we got in the third season <laughs> is just no confrontation at all there was nothing between them no almost no development between those two characters 
which I would love to see. I don't know, maybe it's gonna happen in the last few episodes, of course. What I expected and uh, what I wanted to see more is just their dynamic together and how they deal with each other face to face. I don't know if it's gonna happen in the last two episodes, but I do hope that it's gonna happen. But the individual progression of Nate was quite good this season. It, it was a little bit uneven and at some points I didn't really understand what was going on with his character or what the writers wanted to ultimately do with his character. I mean, of course I understood that innately Nate is a good guy. <laughs> it's like this, you know, succession, like little succession reference, but it's this, um, uh, you know, Kendall's question when Kendall asks Sheev in the last episode, am I a good guy? Am I a good guy? And she says, yes, you are. And I, I don't think that she lies. And I do believe that she believes that he's a good person. And I do think, you know, Kendall wants to be a good person or strives to be a good person at least. Not strives, but <laughs> he doesn't really actively strive to get be a good person. But he wants to do a good thing. It just doesn't work out that way. Uh, with Nate, I believe a similar thing is happening. Was happening with Nate this season. I feel like, of course, in the beginning of the season, he was just sort of becoming the person that he thought he needed to be in order to be a wonder kid and in order to coach this big big football team i feel like he just didn't think that maybe ted's way of doing things was working so he needed to be a little bit of a bad guy to be successful which is not an uncommon thing in people and it's not an uncommon thing to happen even with good people because we all want to be successful and we all want to we all not we don't all strive for fame but most of us do and not most of us do <laughs> not just i i want to paraphrase that i don't know if everybody's striving for fame but i feel like if fame does come to you it's hard to say no and it's hard to refuse and it's hard to decide what kind of person you're supposed to be in order to maintain that and obviously with Nate this is what has been happening but I do believe that him falling in love with this hostess girl a hostess girl that didn't seem approachable at first ultimately really really helped him to remember who he is in the core because he couldn't be that uh, mean and cold person with her because she saw right through him i think like she intuitively knew what kind of person he is in the core he couldn't be that kind of mean cold bad boy with her and it's not it doesn't come let's be honest it doesn't come uh, naturally to him it's such a struggle for him for nate to be a bad person to be a mean person to be a distant person this is the thing that keeps him up at night i feel like <laughs> i haven't actually seen but i think and i ex would expect that it's true and, you know even when he saw ted and his son in the game and he wanted to like his first initial impulse is to say something nice or to wave or to smile and to send like a nice message but that's who he is that's who he actually is as a person but uh, then he remembered of the person that he 
is supposed to be let's say and he went back to being me so yes uh going back to his inner child who was important for him because obviously he quit and he ditched Rupert <laughs> which is a good thing after the last episode and we've seen a lot of characters in this episode who are depressed and who lost something and them dealing with this loss like Kingly losing her job and Nate losing her his job, right? And him figuring out who who the fuck he is, like who am I, even? And him picking up the violin and starting playing again, like he used to when he was a child, reminded him of the joy of actually enjoying something, you know, doing something that he loves. It's just this conversation with his dad that he had was very important because we just got a glimpse of his childhood and the fact that maybe his parents didn't acknowledge quite often that he is an amazing smart person that he's a genius uh, and obviously as a parent it's hard to regulate those things it's hard being a parent overall but in this episode we see that as a child Nate didn't feel quite seen and maybe didn't know how to behave around his parents because his parents and I assume his dad mostly just didn't acknowledge that Nate was doing a good job but this reconciliation that happened in the, in the episode I think obviously ultimately will really really help Nate to realize that he can be a good person and a genius person at the same time it's also a little reference i don't know just a little reference that came to my mind is from it's from the movie steve jobs a movie that i really really love and there is this quote that i believe seth rogan's character steve wozniak says to michael fassbender's character who is steve jobs and he says something like uh, it's not binary. You can be a good person and a smart person at the same time. I'm butchering the the line, obviously, but it is a an idea that maybe many, many um, genius people don't realize that is possible. But it is, and I hope uh, that for Nate, this interaction and him him going back to his roots, him going back to his home, him going back to his child self, that's ultimately what he is going to get out of it that he can be a good person you know he's innately good person like innately <laughs> he can be a good person that he is and he can be a genius that he is at the same time and he doesn't have to change his personality or toughen up uh in order to be great that is that is it because I think that this is what Ted Lasso is. Ted Lasso is a good person and a very smart person. And he is a good person first and a smart person second. He is a good person. And because he's so good, he, um, he is great as well. You know what I mean? I don't know if... I don't know what I mean. But he just believes in the goodness of the world. 
and even if he's not the smartest at football and we all know he's not the smartest at football right it's been a theme <laughs> of the series that you don't have to be an expert at something in order to succeed at something what else did i want to mention obviously a lot of footballers uh went on to play for the national teams and there was this funny storyline about danny and about van damme and them rivaling with each other and danny sort of becoming this kind of cold rival that doesn't care about anybody's feelings especially about van damme's feelings or van damme's nose um but by the end of the episode when the when the games are over he's just sort of back to being his own happy cheerful little self i don't know if, if that's such a good thing and i don't know if it's so justifiable i feel like the episode sort of justifies just danny being danny and him you know being so serious and uh distant as one version of himself and being so happy and cheerful and quirky in another version of himself i don't believe that it's quite good i don't think that it's such a good behavior and i feel like when Dam should have been a little bit more upset especially over his nose because you know as footballers obviously they get a lot of a lot of a lot of injuries but it's also the face like you have to be a face of something when you're a footballer and yeah i don't know it wasn't it wasn't so great on danny's part I'm not condoning his behavior. Obviously, it was really sad what happened to Sam. And this is another person in this episode who lost something. As I mentioned again, in this episode, the theme is how people deal with losing something. Losing a part of themselves. Losing a part of themselves that they thought they were entitled to. But it's not always... It doesn't always turn out that way and sometimes you lose something just not even because of yourself and not even because it's your fault and in most of those cases it's not those characters faults that they lost something uh but just because of them external factors because of other people because of because the world just works that way sometimes you lose things and it's not your fault but it still hurts it still hurts a lot and obviously playing for the national team is every footballer's, almost every footballer's dream. And not getting it is upsetting. And um, in one of the scenes, Ted says something like, oh, like Sam sure had the mean rats today. Which was, again, very funny to me. In the sense that I myself am going not through a depression of not through depression but a, a depressive period in my life you know like every morning is great and every evening it just goes down little by little and by the you know by night you just can't fall asleep because you're so dis dissatisfied with life and i feel like again this uh season had this running theme of dissatisfaction, of misplacement, of being lost and feeling lost. So I, I could really relate on that, um, on that sense to Ted Lasso, to this season a lot. Uh, in the case of Mean Reds, um, recently I feel like it is from Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm not sure <laughs> if this 
uh, phrase was created. Uh, I'm not sure that this phrase uh, originated from Breakfast at Tiffany's, but it did just recently. I love this movie. I love Breakfast at Tiffany's, and obviously I did know about this phrase. And recently I watched a reel with this specific moment when Holly Golightly says, I have the case of mean reds. It's not the blues, but it's just these mean reds. And the Gen Z commenters just said, like, oh, the girl had anxiety. And um, it is true, she had a lot of anxiety, and those mean reds are anxiety. And maybe what I'm having is, is an anxiety, this kind of, but it's not panic attacks, it's just this prolonged, prolonged feeling of dissatisfaction. This feeling that you, uh, as Holly says, like, you're afraid of something, but you don't know what it even is, and it hasn't even happened yet. I'm not sure that what Sam had is mean reds, though, now that I think about it, because, uh, you know, he's just upset over he something that he lost. And maybe it is mean reds in the sense that he was more aggressive on the training field, and that's why it's mean reds, but it feel like what he had is more like the blues. But anyways, that was, a, that was an interesting moment for me just because i feel like yes i could relate i i relate i relate to characters problems in season three of ted lasso i feel like a lot of things happened in this episode i feel like i mentioned you know the most important ones and the ones that brought me the most joy and that i related to the most i feel like the last thing that i want to talk about is this Renee thing so it is related to like the middle of the episode uh, of the episode and the ending of the, of the episode so in the episode there's the scene where Rebecca comes into her office and Rupert stands there and obviously the first thought that came through my mind how the hell did he get in like, what is this security in this building like do they not know that this is a rival and Rupert should not be in the office under any circumstances. But luckily, the smart writers of the Ted Lasso explained it right away that some Renee, this is just this um, custodian guy who works at this facility, and he just has a some kind of entrance that a lot wanted and unwanted visitors in this facility so that's how he get it, got in but i do love the fact you know it's not even about that i do love the fact that this renee guy it's not just um it wasn't just a throwaway storyline of this guy uh, and it paid off in the end when renee repaired the locker room and I feel like he said sorry to Will, but I do love the fact that this Renee guy, uh, by the end of the episode, we know that this guy let Nate in. We just understand how Nate got into his lo this locker room and how he was able to, you know, prepare everything and say sorry and have this little moment and have this little redemption moment and it's all because of this guy who just lets random people in for, I don't know, for money or for something, but uh, if in the case of Rupert, it's quite an unwanted guest and quite an unwanted person to be uh, in the facility, 
in the case of Nate, it's quite a welcome and nice surprise and a redemption moment uh, that hopefully is gonna pay off in the last two episodes. So yes, I believe that is all I wanted to talk about. I'm not sure. It's really hard. It's really hard talking to the microphone and I'm so aware of my voice and I'm so aware of my thoughts. <laughs> but I'm also gonna look through uh, TV Time comments. There is this app, TV Time. If you're not on it and you love TV, television and TV series, you should get this app right away because uh, I've discovered this app, I feel like, four years ago, maybe even more, maybe five years ago. But it helps you track your episodes, it helps you log in all of the TV series that you've ever watched uh, and track your episodes. It shows you you know what are the upcoming episodes what are the episode when the episodes are airing how many episodes are left in the series and also it has um the comment section under each episode and i do love the community in tv time because they're just so funny and so smart so i'm just gonna go through some of the comments maybe it's gonna be interesting and discuss some of them obviously a lot of comments are about roy and keely getting back together and jamie and roy having this wonderful moment and jamie yes uh presenting oh my god jamie's present was so thoughtful and so uh endearing the original England meet from the 2014 World Cup and the fact that he wore uh, uh, Sam's number uh, when he was playing the World Cup was such a sweet moment as well and I feel like this is exactly what Sam needed uh, to feel this community supporting him and to know that you know it's not his fault that he's not there he's not at the World Cup it's not his fault, he's loved, and he is on the winning streak, and he's a great footballer. But Jamie, oh Jamie, Jamie's development is one of the best, if not the best, in the TV series. Like, in the whole show, maybe, Jamie's development, Jamie's character growth is the sweetest and most heartwarming thing ever okay there's some lesbian comments and about him <laughs> saying that all the children in the Willy Wonka story are dead and uh, you know what it really really makes sense and I don't know I, I can't even deny the fact that they could be dead <laughs> Jamie and Sam are very cute Roy fucking can't. Roy fucking can't is back. Obviously, Roy and Ke Roy and Keely comments are dominating in those comments. Yeah, there's a comment about Rebecca having anxiety in her doing this breathing with slime breath, which comes from yoga, I believe, exercise for sort of getting rid of this anxiety and. It's not only even about Rebecca, I believe. It's about <laughs> almost every single character in this in this tv series in life uh, we all have so much anxiety and i feel like um just for some people it's a little bit more intense than for others but we all 
all have that and we all have our own ways of dealing with that and uh, i'm really glad that rebecca has her own little way of dealing and coping that she has a coping mechanism for dealing with anxiety oh my god yes the music in this episode was amazing because of course this moment when roy walked in his niece's colorful uh t-shirt in in the building and uh red right hand was playing that is just everything that was just everything that was a moment of Roy is here, Roy is everywhere, Roy fucking can't, that is him, he owns who he is, he owns up to who he is, and he's not afraid to show his more vulnerable side, which is just amazing and great, and such a great theme song for that character. Yeah, and obviously the music that Nate was playing, this very viral I believe it's a very common background soundtrack. I'm not sure what it is. I need to look it up. Uh, but it's beautiful. I'm trying to. <laughs> yes, Rebecca's speech uh, when she owned up to those white privileged male money thirsty guys was amazing. Very inspiring. It is a little melodramatic, I think, but it is in the um, spirit of Ted Lasso. So that's, I can let it slide, I can let it slide. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people just mentioned the fact that this episode sort of gave them hope in the series and they're no longer hating on the on the season, which is something that I can relate to because that I believe when I was watching the episode and watched the episode, I felt like, okay, that was a very satisfying episode in terms of a lot a lot of characters growth in terms of rebecca's growth in terms of her growth with rupert her relationship with rupert her relationship with ted there was a lot of foreshadowing of the first season of the first season finale i believe when she's i think when ted spit up tea (laughs) in rebecca's face or or near her face and then in this episode rebecca spit up tea on ted's face (laughs) and that was amazing i still don't quite get ted's hate on tea because tea rules but yeah i believe these are the main things that i wanted to talk about these are the main things that i wanted to discuss i think that was a great episode i think that was really entertaining it was funny it was uh fruitful for each character and uh, it's a great setup for the last two episodes. I believe this episode was actually quite long. I, I think it was even longer than the other ones, maybe like longer than an hour. But in this episode, that was justified. The length was justified and uh, I hope this series is going to redeem itself. This season is going to redeem itself, but itself because... I do still love the series overall. Uh, I just felt like those nine episodes before, they weren't quite satisfying. And I I was kind of lost in what was going on. Or not even was in what was going on, but just in what is the purpose of this. And what is the purpose of that storyline and that storyline and that storyline. Um, 
and what are the characters doing what is going on um but i hope that we'll get quite a nice resolution in the final two episodes i'm so sad <laughs> i don't know i'm i uh i have hope that maybe it's not gonna be the end even for ted i don't want to lose ted my one thing that i I still really crave is more Ted and more being more connected to Ted again because I feel like I've been a little bit disconnected from him and from what's going on in his head what does he want uh, and what are his wishes and dreams and hopes but I hope the final episodes will resolve everything i hope they're gonna be great and funny and amazing and in the spirit of ted lasso that is all for today's episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you listened to it i hope you stuck around to the end um i don't quite know what the next episodes are gonna be about uh i definitely am gonna be recapping the next ted lasso episode and um, the next two the last episodes but also i'm watching barry i'm watching succession i'm watching marvel's movie Basil, and i also want to discuss a lot of other tv series that i watched before and a lot of movies that i watched before <laughs> so there are a lot of topics to discuss uh but yeah there's um a lot of final seasons going on uh, that's um I would love to document in the podcast format just my thoughts, just for myself, not for anyone else necessarily. But if you do did enjoy it, if you did stick around, I'm so, 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 so grateful and I'm so happy. And um, I hope we're going to be having more chats in the future. Uh, but for now, that's all. I love you guys. I love anyone who's listening because if you are listening that means you can relate to something that i've said and i've mentioned so i do love you for that i'm really grateful you listened to the podcast and yeah subscribe to my social media my tiktok instagram uh youtube and uh, subscribe to this podcast because there are going to be so much more content here there's going to be so much more of over analyzing uh of tv and movies um it's going to be great it's going to be awesome thank you guys and bye have a good day